Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. We are back to the Next Level Show. <laughs> did your voice just crack there? Yeah, it did. <laughs> uh, 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 it's like... Uh, we are was, back to the next level show. We are back. Um, no, man. I literally have been reborn. So I was. it was nap time before. All that means is it was nap time before the next level show recording. I needed it. Um, it's one of those nights where like, you go to sleep and you're wired. You can't go to sleep. And on top of that, you get you wake your, your body wakes up in the middle of the night and it just disrupts your your flow i woke up used the restroom thought i had to use the restroom i don't know what i was like i needed to do and then like i go back to sleep and it's like where you like go to the bathroom with your eyes closed and oh, you're yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. you're trying not to lose the sleepiness so i don't even look at my like my phone to tell me what time it was i just jump back in bed and just try to get back to sleep as fast as i could which i did but yeah man i had a busy morning i have a busy afternoon so it's one of if you're a trainer you know what i'm talking about you need to sneak Mm -hmm. in those naps when you can um nothing else matters it's just your nap and to be able to function the rest of the day but it's for the listeners listeners that are new welcome (laughs) to this uh sleepy version of my voice but um if you've been following us for a while welcome back we always love to have you and for also Mike does a fantastic job at putting the show notes. So if you do not care about anything that we're going to say for the next like 15 to 20 minutes, uh, you can jump right into the meat of this episode. I mean, in my opinion, the bullshit before is like some of the best stuff. I mean, that's just my opinion, but it is actually surprising how exhausting a full schedule is for a personal trainer. If you're actually applying yourself and not just standing there counting to 15 It is actually exhausting and, you know, you may not believe it, but if you're doing your job correctly, it is, it's very tiresome and it requires a lot of brain juice. Um, So yeah, you know, I'm, I'm right there with you. Plus, you know, got the month old baby that pretty much had the same evening that you did, except he was crying a lot more and peeing on himself a lot more and, you know, that sort of thing. But yeah, I was doing all that, but I had no one else to take care of me. So it's just me. True. Myself. How's how? What's it like changing your own diaper? I've always wondered. <laughs> Have you got a good Excellent. system in place? <laughs> <laughs> Have you stopped pissing in your face? Uh... Dude, I feel so bad for him when that happens. It's it's just not like I feel awful because it's my fault, right? He doesn't know, and then it just just hits the right angle, and I feel so bad. <laughs> um <laughs> he'll be fine he'll be all good if, if anything hello hello you know what i you know what i think of hold on just, <laughs> how many times does he shit on you how many uh, so times f- he pissed or, or 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 threw up on you so far poop once uh pee a uh, handful of times vomit it <laughs> daily routine and the beard catches it every single time so so totally wrong what i'm about to say right here but that just reminded me so me asking you that you know that meme of the of the boys where what's the that character that one that's super fast? Oh, um, yeah, the, oh, the meme where he's like, "We're um, even now, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gonna bother me all day. Oh, whatever. One I don't Shockwave. The other one's A Train. But you know what I'm talking about? The meme where he's like, yeah. "We're even now." So that's yeah. that's what I thought of. Yeah. It do be like that. 
Um, I have something a little weird for you guys. I had a dream this morning while I was taking a nap in the gym. I had a dream this morning so weird that I actually remember it. Um, can I tell? Can I tell you about my dream? Sure. Please. Very strange. Very very strange. So it started off. I was at the gym. I was with one of my clients. Apparently it was Halloween because she got me a Frankenstein costume. And then I finished training her left on the way home. Jen's like, we need food from the, from the store. So I stop at Publix, but this Publix was like, it was being renovated. And in the very entry way, it was like office space and it not like logical office space. It made no sense. It was like a maze. So I had to like figure out how to get into the Publix. And then once I got through the maze of offices, it was like, it was like Bowser's castle is the best way that I can describe it. It was just this big, like evil layer and there was lava and bridges and it was all made out of stone. It was really fucking weird. And I finally got into the Publix and I'm like doing my shopping thing. For some reason, part of the Publix was Egyptian themed and there was like sand and stuff and like pyramids and stuff. I don't know why. And then out of nowhere, one of my, sure. one of my high school friends, little brothers who I interacted with maybe like once or twice in my whole entire life came up to me asking if I could help him find the right cheese to put on potatoes. And so we spent like a really long time looking for cheese. And this Publix was just, it had every kind of cheese you could possibly imagine. While we were searching for cheese, his mom came again, interacted once or twice. I don't know how I remember these people. Uh, she retrieved the child. And then on my way back, um, I happened to find an aisle that was stocked with bags of cats and live, live ones, live cats. And dude, okay. they were pissed. Like just imagine a bunch of cats, like howling in bags. That's what, <laughs> that's what it was. And so I was sitting there like, too, if you're in a bag, it's like, this is fucked up. So I took the time out and I freed all the cats and then I figured I'd get in trouble. So I started running and I got back to the entrance all the while. I'm thinking like Jen's going to be pissed. Cause I left my groceries and I get back to the evil lair Bowser castle part of the Publix. And I had to fight this weird, like Mario style character. And I wound up losing. And then I woke up cause he killed me in, in the dream. It was the oh. strangest dream. I think I've ever had in my whole entire life. Mm -hmm. All the while I'm sleeping on a little camping cot in the back room of a gym. Oh, did you this have a. The, did, this is at the gym. You yeah, this this was this was at the gym. Yeah. Did you happen to have like a little snack before uh before your nap? Uh, uh maybe something uh like a mushroom or two. Something that grew out of cow poop. No, no, none of that. <laughs> that was all me, baby. Wow, that's uh, that was something. I, yeah, dude, I I'm gonna be wondering that probably. <laughs> for for a while because now at any given point in this dream did you know you were in a dream no i don't recall have you ever, have you ever done that john yeah there's times when weird stuff is happening and i'm just really confused as to why this is happening that i think to myself like this can't be real i'm in a dream right now and that's when since shit starts changing and stuff um what i hate most about dreams dude is that when I'm having a bad one, I guess like a nightmare, if you want to describe it that way, I can go, I can wake up and go back to sleep and I'll continue on where I left off or it'll repeat itself in a cycle. Yeah. That is so annoying versus when I'm having those nice ones, you know, what you're, you guys know which one I'm talking about. Yeah. I wake up, 
I try to go back right to sleep. It doesn't happen. It just it goes away. And why does that happen? I don't fucking know. We need to have like a dream doctor, like a dream, like I don't know. Is it called a dream doctor? Like dream have her have him on the show. Yeah, explain to us. Have just explain these things because obviously there's normal uh meanings you can derive from dreams with specific things like feels the feeling of falling being in front of people with your pants down stuff like that but when it's stuff like mike's dream what he described like cats in a bag just in a castle mario character just beats him up like <laughs> what does that mean yeah. man i think it's, it's just a peek into mine's br- mike's brain i mean that is actually pretty accurate i mean my bag or my bag my brain is a bag of cats at times so that part bag makes of sense. cats cheese video um, games uh labyrinth yeah of office space um now, at first i wasn't sure if it was the movie office space or just an office space <laughs> no no it was like an office building but like a yeah. very poor like a five-year-old designed an office building it was like that gotcha mm. i had that once where i knew what i was doing in a dream and then i said to myself this is a dream i was like oh i can do anything i want well let's fly and then i just did like big jumps and then i just started flying that's cool. That's really up. cool. I had a uh, I had a dream once where we were uh, that we were we were like fighting, uh, kind of like pirate ships. Imagine pirate ships, except they're airplanes. Um, so it was a bunch of people on the top of an airplane as it's flying really really high through the sky, and we're shooting cannons at each other. And, and is that a, is that like an anime? That. I have no idea. But this was but not before... plane, like a flying like a flying pirate ship. Oh, I'm sure they have something like that somewhere. Um, but yeah, I had that dream, uh, like a long time ago. That's up there on my list of like just memorable dreams that make zero sense and are just wild. Um, it's really weird. I don't know if I would trust what it's what like a dream doctor would say though. Cause I don't like, Can't it's basically just, just like, yeah. Cause I don't, I don't think we really know what's going on. I know that we're, there's what, like, uh, whatever that chemical is called. Joe Rogan talks about it. It's like the meme about Joe DMT, I think. I know that like gets mm-hmm. released in your brain and that's like one of the things that makes you have dreams. Um, I'm not sure. But really, I don't think they, I don't know. I don't put too much weight on them. Like, oh, that was so meaningful. It's just like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots um, of that happening. I had, I had someone tell me that because I was having like, um, I think I was having like a series of bad dreams, like continuously, like where I was aware that they were like just uncomfortable dreams. Um, not like, scary dreams but just like not fun dreams and they were pretty vivid and i did this kind of this exercise because i had heard uh, a conversation way back when i think it was um jim jim quick jim wicks uh, the guy that was on the mind pump show the okay so he i think he was the one that talked used about using about memory like how to remember things better and the thing about dreaming is, you know how you wake up and you forget. Typically, I start, as you start to think about it more, it starts to go away. It starts to go away. It starts to go away. Um, he didn't. He did something where, like, you just literally before bed, you like literally like almost say out loud that like, like I'm going to remember this dream. Like, you're gonna be present of the yeah, dream yeah, or whatever, something like that. I forget the exact. I have to go back. It was really good stuff. And I was remembering dreams a lot more. Like, actually, just they weren't going away as easy. And then someone told me that if I was having bad dreams or uncomfortable dreams, they, they asked me, did you eat meat before 
going to sleep. And I'm like, uh, I always usually have meat typically for dinner. Um, some type of meat, you know, it can be chicken meat, whatever, but I guess steak in particular too close to bed can have an effect on your dream sequence, which is, I was like, that is BS. Nope. I looked it up and it actually is pretty legit. It actually affects your dreaming. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I actually, I have a client that was telling me that um, anytime he has red meat, because I was telling him, you know, like, don't be afraid of red meat every once in a while. And he's like, I can't have it for dinner because it gives me nightmares. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. And yeah, sure enough, look it up. It's how close thing, to bed. Apparently. Um, probably, like, probably like in the way, like a two hour, three hour window. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had that the other day and that did not happen. You're Take that for what it's worth. Up. I mean, I'm sure it's, uh, you know, it's not 100% all the time, but I'm sure it's like most more than likely. Like your chances of that happening are just higher. Or maybe it's a specific amount. Yeah. Close to bed. Maybe maybe there's a certain enzyme that some people have. And well, I'm going to smash a steak before bed. I'm going to yeah. see what happens. Yeah, it's a good reason to have a steak. I'm having steak tonight. Um, I've, I've had a lot of red cherry steak. I've had a lot of red meat in my days. Uh, and I've never had I, I've never had bad dreams enough to correlate it to yeah. red meat. Same. That's, That's why I'm me, like, but... really? Like, I, I couldn't believe it because I don't... Like I said, it's just uncomfortable dreams. It's not like a like like genuine nightmares, if you will. So it, it was just I was like, what the fuck has been up with these last couple of nights? I'm thinking, is it like my mind just something's unsettling? Something changed in my routine? Um, maybe you know, I'm anxious for something that I don't even I'm not even thinking about pre- consciously. I don't know. Oh. But it went away eventually. I kind of was talking about it and then it stopped. But I think that whole notion that you mentioned about the red meat, I think it goes back to Mike's point about, do you even really know? Like, what is it? Is it really the red meat? Or is it just that you're eating too close to bed where you're kind of like full or you're really satiated, mm-hmm. right? Maybe you haven't digested that as quickly as other things. Maybe if you, if you were to have like a bowl of cereal, I think the sleep doctor said that, right? Having a bowl mm-hmm. of cereal is fine. You can digest that pretty quickly. Um, more so compared to steak. So may, I don't know if it, that has anything to do with it. Or it could just be just, you know, just throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah, I I agree, though. I've been kind of trying to not eat so close to bed just from a digestive and uh, a quality yeah. of rest standpoint, not because calories or because of bad dreams. No, it's just yeah. literally just for digest, just to try to recuperate better and sleep deeper. But um, oh, with- listeners, this is what it sounds like when we don't know what we're talking about, but we're sharing our opinion anyways. <laughs> oh, we know we know exactly what we're talking about. Speaking of, so so these are opinions going more towards fact-based information. All right, you know, there's a, like a lot of things coming out this this uh, this month. We got the your, your boy Godzilla taking on Kong again yeah, the month at the end of this month. Exactly. Justice got, League. Uh, was it uh, Justice League? That's another good one. I think is that this Friday. I think this Friday. Yeah. Well, this Friday. And then we have no, uh, not. Oh, maybe I don't next think week. It's- I think it's next week. Oh, speaking of, uh, you know how uh, you, this past weekend, I want to say the Tom and Jerry movie came out. Oh, Actually, so bad. So bad, it, dude. So it, bad. No, it, 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 so, so the girls watched it, right? And then I'm over here doing stuff like, for instance, washing the dishes, you know, walking around, doing things around the house. And I'm kind of like kind of paying attention to it, but not really. Like it's kind of like just playing in the background. I guess it was a little better than what I thought because I was just like, how the hell did that happen? 
what, what, what is the plot of that? Or what do you what do you do? Anyways, that wasn't the whole point. The whole point is lots of things are coming out. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Something else coming out today. Looking forward to it. South Park. Another episode. They're doing, what is it? The uh, South Park uh, vaccination special. Oh, oh my. Did you guys see the last one? The um, pandemic uh, special? No. Oh, Jesus. Dude, yeah. it, fucking hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. So I would, I would highly implore you and anyone else to go back and watch that one. And then tonight, we got a new one, uh, vaccination special. They always put their, you know, their, like a good twist on any kind of current event kind of uh, mm-hmm. thing that's happening. So I know it's going to be hilarious. I did watch a songbird. How was that? Oh. Um, Wasn't the trailer basically just as good or better than the movie? Yeah, because the actual movie itself, it was a kind of a letdown. Yes. Uh, I thought it was going to be much more uh, in-depth on, you know, the virus and how it kind of got. I also saw how short the movie was, so it kind of makes sense as to why it was not going to be the great movie. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a – eh. Definitely. Yeah, but it, I, I think that the, the, most in, the best part about the movie is just basically the premise of it or the most interesting part of it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean, it wasn't. If you want to watch it, sure. Definitely not like a great movie, but it is what it is. I mean, I have yet to see it. I know I'm doubting that I will. I mean, it's <laughs> if yeah, I, I probably you know if you have other things on your queue, I would probably put that in front of or put this in the back. Just watch the yeah. trailer. You basically get the gist of the movie. You'll be fine yeah. without. It. Okay, that's that's good enough for me. Anywho, I think are you guys ready? Are we ready? Been ready. Yeah. You guys all warmed up and stretched out and all set. I can primed. just go right into it. Yeah. All right, let's jump into the meat of this episode. We're going to be going over uh basically everything that has to do with picking the right program. Let's say if you're someone that can't hire or afford a coach, you that's online in person. Um, I know that this is a case for some people, and it's it's quite understandable. Um, but there are still some great options. And for personally, I learned a lot from from following and buying programs at a it's a much low, lower cost to entry. You know, for a lot of people, and I was over time able to follow a very uh, reputable, uh, well-designed programs. Now, I think the biggest question here that this all stems from is how do you know? Because Mike did a Google search and was was surprised that some of the most reputable people that we know in the space, even as personally that we've, sp- we've spoken to on this podcast, war- their stuff was, wasn't coming up as like top picks. You know, it was like a lot of these... Um, hardcore uh marketers with a very flashy type uh like ads just to grab your attention but we know probably that most of these people haven't really trained the average person enough they're just very good looking individuals and they're at the top of the google charts and google uh, search pages uh, with their programs and we want to kind of educate a little bit and, and advise kind of what we would look for 
in a, in a type of program if you're going to invest some money. I think there's obviously free resources. What I did a long time, um, I think a lot of people did this back in the day. Gabe, did you uh, did you use bodybuilding.com back in the day? Uh, Mike, oh, did you guys use that and kind of you know it? I use bodybuilding.com, yeah. T Nation, um, all those kind of things to try to put or string something together. But for the most, I mean, for the better part of my lifting career, uh, when I started lifting, I was essentially just training with, with a buddy of mine that kind of got me into it. So I was just doing the things that he was doing and just following that, um, his path or his guidance, because I had no idea what the hell to do or how to do things. But eventually, once I started going on my own, I, I would do the same thing, bodybuilding.com, T Nation, uh, anything free that's available, I would probably try. Uh, even YouTube, I was, uh, what was it? It was, shit, it's gonna, uh, I don't know, it escapes me. Um, Arnold's book, you know, Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding, mm -hmm. that had some good um, suggestions, yeah. right? So push pull. I think that's the that's where I got the, uh, it's where I initially just try that out, uh, pushing and pulling at this on the same day, or even back to back, like a, a bench into a pull up, as an example, and other things that I would get from that book. Uh, I, I would just try to get in, just try to read and research as much as possible. That's what I did. Yeah. Uh, admittedly, when I was a younger man, I learned what I learned from my brother-in-law. And then from there, uh, fitness magazines. I would always find the workouts in fitness magazines. And same brother-in-law taught me that if you go into CVS, um, they can't stop you from just standing there <laughs> and reading the magazine in the store. So I never had to pay for it. I would just memorize it. And then I, <laughs> and then I would just go correct. from there. This yeah. So I did that for a a really long time. Um, and I mean, you know, at the, it, it's kind of lame and silly, but at the same time, I did learn, um, some different things. Um, it pretty much kept me on a body part split, but, yep. um, that, that would be, I suppose that's one way to do it. <laughs> that's Hey, I mean, you've did what you could in a time that you needed to. Um, no, yeah. I definitely, I, from the beginning, I, when I'm, and I, I'm the type of person where I'll start kind of, I'll start searching on YouTube. I'll start kind of Googling stuff. Um, bodybuilding.com was a resource of mine for a while. YouTube for sure. T nation, a few mm -hmm. workouts I can recall from there where you would type something up and they would come up on the, on the top page and uh, a lot of free information out there that was I think that the most important thing is to say here, because we're going to talk about some stuff that we would recommend as far as like, we do recommend you kind of invest in a little bit. Cause I think this just comes from a psychological point when you have some skin in the game and anything you're more likely to follow through. Now I, I can't say that you, that just following this free content that's out there and maybe some that's not so good, maybe some that's great that you will, won't see some progress. With working out, I think that the most important thing is going to come down to something that you actually like, a workout routine that that you genuinely look forward to doing, um, especially for a while. We we know that you can have the most well scientifically put together program, but if you're not able to be consistent with it, then there's really no point. It doesn't matter. It doesn't become. It, it's no longer the best well put together put together program if your adherence is very low now obviously you got to find like a happy medium in my opinion because you can be following the most fun workout yes you'll be seeing some results because you're active you're burning calories but 
it may not be the program that's going to cater to what you want. Like, for example, if you love Zumba and you do Zumba, don't stop doing Zumba. If you if that's something that's going to get your butt in there in the gym multiple times a week, what I will say this is probably Zumba is not going to give you the the nice glutes, the nice well-developed legs that you really want. So you may have to find a program that maybe is not as exciting to you as Zumba. You don't look for it, but, but it's actually, but it's going to keep you in the gym a decent amount of time where it's also going to help you build uh, your legs, your glutes, if that's something that you care about, for example. Um, so I think there's also to kind of be realistic because you can't say that, oh, Pilates is going to build my body completely to look like so, so-and-so, you know, it's, it's like, you have to, you have to level with yourself there. Um, what do you guys think about that? Totally on point with that. Yeah. Pilates is not going to give you longer and leaner, uh, you know, limbs or muscles, right. That's just not going to happen. Um, but if you want to do it, I mean, I, I think for, for those who take either like a Zumba class or any kind of hit or booty, uh, boot camp or booty camp or whatever the hell you want to call it kind of classes or whatever, it's totally cool. I mean, like if you want to use that as a stepping stone, but hopefully you can progress past that, right? So if you do any kind of at-home workouts, either following along on a video or, or, or screen or anything, you know, just hopefully that'll kind of give you the confidence that you can do it on your own in a gym. And that's what I think after, shit, was after our second daughter or our first daughter? After one of them. Um, we kind of like just Jennifer and I just totally fell off and we, you know, she wanted to do something at the house. So we ended up following along some, some videos and that's what kind of got, kind of got us on the path to going back into the gym. And that was always the goal. The goal would be, was always to go back into a gym, but we just, you know, she just wanted to feel a little more comfortable, um, in the movements. So we just did that first before progressing to, um, to a workout inside of a gym and following along a, a program. So just anything is good. Just, you know, if you want to do the Zumba, if you want to do all that, sure. But just, you know, go to something else because that's, I mean, unless you're, if your goal or your intention is just, Hey, I just want to be healthy, just kind of get moving, be more active, then, you know, knock yourself out. You'll be all right. But if you're trying to get stronger, build muscle, lose body fat, um, a little more effectively, then you would want to get a good uh, strength training program and something as simple as like, even like a five by five. That's something very, very simple. Can't get just any more basic than that, right? And you'll 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 be good with it with uh, something like that. Yeah, and I would even um, give you a real life example of this. I've actually started programs, and halfway through, realized I hated every single day that I was actually doing the program, and I I quit. I moved on to something else. So, you know, feel free to try something if you're unsure of it, but you think it may work or you think you may enjoy it or um, whatever the case may be, give it a shot. If you don't like it, you're not married to it. You can move on to something else and just kind of chalk it up as like, okay, I tried this, didn't look, didn't work, didn't like it. uh, Couldn't stick to it, whatever it was. And just go and find something that you do enjoy. Don't take that as like, Oh, I guess I'm done exercising. Cause that the the whole point of this is just something that, you know, we got to get you moving. We got to get you in the gym or working out in general and something that you can do consistently and be happy to do and, you know, keep coming back sort of thing. The only thing I would add to that is if you're reasoning to stop it because you don't enjoy it, is it, is it because you're not seeing the results you want? 
I'm not too sure if that would be a good reason as to stop it. You should ask yourself, okay, well, what's going on here? Why, why is it? Um, perhaps you're following a good program, perfect, and it's, it, and it's awesome and it's appropriate for you, but your mechanics are off. So if my squat sucks, I should not have the expectation that I'm going to have some awesome looking legs if I'm not getting the most out of this, this movement, right? If, if, a, if a squat is like a 10, out of total output that I can get from my body from performing a movement, but my mechanics are a two, that'll drop that exercise down to like, what? Low is all hell. Negative. Right? Exactly. Probably. Yep. Negative. You're just yeah. losing. <laughs> you, know, you know, not for nothing. I think that's a good point because what if you're strengthening the wrong type of recruitment pattern? What if yeah. when you're bench, what if when you're flat benching, your shoulders are like, you know, just really like, you know, shrugged. They're not pinned back. They're not pulled back. What if when you're doing pull-ups again, same thing with your shoulders, they're kind of like more like in a hunched position when you're doing that. So you're strengthening that, um, forward head, uh, you know, upper cross syndrome position. And that's, that won't be good. You're essentially like you mentioned getting negative results because instead of fixing that kind of issue, you're now making that position stronger. Yeah, absolutely. So Actually, you know what? We could add that to the list of things to look for in a good program. Maybe there's some instructional videos that come along with it. Oh, a thousand percent. I think yeah. you should be, that should probably be the, the first point. Are you ready for a program, right? How is your main lifts? Because the main lifts, and that would be a squat, a deadlift, uh, an overhead press, bench press, row. Is that it? Those are all the main lifts, right? Yeah. Would, would uh, uh, else like in there? a squat, hinge, push, pull. Exactly. And all variations of those, right? So when I say deadlift, I'm including, you know, uh, like a conventional sumo, RDL, trap bar. As long as you're good in those movements or you feel as if you're getting the most out of them, then you can, uh, can progress to a program. Otherwise, I would just, just work on those. Just keep practicing, 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 right? Before you're ready to, to go on a program. I think the other thing, like, I think to sum up this point is first things first, you got to find something that's going to keep your, your butt in the gym. Um, keep your butt in the gym consistently. That's going to be the main thing. The second thing you need to run through is, you know, it's going to get you to practice fundamental movements. I think it's going to be super beneficial, but let's say it's just getting you in there. You just, just, you're very intimidated by weights and you're just not ready. Fine. Get in there. At least you're building that habit of coming in consistently. Then you have to ask yourself, what is it that I want to accomplish? Eventually, I think that your body, your mind, you're going to be in a position where you're going to want to move forward in either direction, whatever that's that what that looks like for you. Then start looking up stuff or information or asking questions revolving that because then you'll get someone to maybe push you into the right direction. You know, if you have a if you're at a gym I think if you always ask, I mean, a trainer will always probably suggest you work with him because that's naturally the best thing that you could do. But if you simply say, hey, look, I know I don't have, like, I can't hire a trainer right now, but I still want, like, what do you advise and what kind of programming, what direction should I go in? Um, I think, or ask someone that you respect on social media, since we have now have the luxury to do so. Like in this example, you can ask one of us. Um, and what, what we suggest for your desired goal, because this matters on kind of the stuff that you're going to be focusing on. That's actually going to make a difference versus doing something that's so polar opposite. That's not going to really <laughs> kind of feed into that goal. Um, so you guys also started touching up on some, some, some options. I think that the, I think stuff to look for is if you're 
buying a program. This is now if you're purchasing something. I like the idea that having a program that has some type of video demonstration for mm-hmm. the workout so you can learn what each workout is visually before you go into. So when you start, it's, it's a learning curve. That way you remember the names like, okay, this is a bench press. Oh, this is an incline press. Okay, this is a, a Romanian deadlift. Like you by clicking these links or watching these uh, just demonstration videos, you are going to start to actively learn um, the language of the gym, if you will. Like you're going to start being able to w- read the workout plans. And I think well-designed workout plans, there's many different kinds. I've seen so many uh, people that are pretty underrated in the space. They do a very good job at explaining how many sets, what does that look like? How many reps? What does that look like? And everyone, it's crazy. I was looking at another program. Everyone writes programs a little differently the way the, the, the way they look. Some people, it looks like a little cryptic message across (laughs) the the numbers and everything, but others um, look like an equation, like a quadratic equation or something. Yeah. So once you start understanding those things, I think that if they have a video to follow or they have some type of, uh, they wrote it out where even if they, maybe that person didn't have videos they have, but they, they write it out and have pictures. That's also a good option to give you kind of some, some idea. Um, that's something to definitely look forward to in a program real quick. So when one thing that I, that I look for, for in a program are videos or demonstrations, because sometimes, I mean, like I've seen, uh, I've seen different programs and people call things differently or they have some type of combination or maybe something, there's a slight variation to what I'm used to, but their programs calls for that specific variation that again, that I haven't seen before. So I need to see that. Okay. Well, what the hell are you talking about? What, what, what does that mean? Oh, okay. You mean this? Gotcha. I know exactly what, what to do. So the more that I would put into a program um, financially, I would look for um, videos. If it's something that costs like, you know, just like a couple of bucks, then sure. Um, have it worded out. Totally fine with that. But the more I put in there, I would expect to see some type of videos there because it's just, it. it's essentially it's, it has everything in one, in one place. Sure. If it's phrased out, I can search it. I can YouTube it. I can Google it to see exactly what it is that you're talking about. Cause I have no idea, but you should be taking that out of the equation. You should make it more streamlined, easier for me. Right. So that's something for sure to look for. Now, is that the main thing? No, it shouldn't be like, for instance, the main thing, the main um, meat or time and energy of the program should be put into the makeup of the program itself, as opposed to just the aesthetics of it. Don't make it look nice. If something looks like a mate looks a bit too nice. I mean, that kind of makes a little no sense, but I kind of almost look at it side eyed like, wait a second, what's going on here? Are you more into the production of it or more into the actual programming of it does that make sense well yeah but i think that i think there's levels to it i think that maybe they found a program to that's already well made it's ready um but i think that another good thing to keep in mind is a program that has progressions and maybe a certain duration of time uh within the program i think is fair i think a 10 uh, anywhere from a mm, nine to 16 week program on average is a you can bet that there has some variations some progressions there um where you can navigate different adaptations within a program i think that's going to be 
a good bet if you see a program versus one that you just see that's just a month long and it's it's just a month doesn't mean that it's bad but if it's just a month program then maybe it's you're going to be stuck after that you want to maybe something that's going to lead you where you can also customize a little bit i think that's another important factor that it gives you some variations to be able to modify the workout for maybe stuff that you want to do and improve on um What's a good price range, would you say, for a program? Like where someone was like, say they're they're shopping around, you know, there's a lot of like these like $5, maybe $10 workouts, which who knows, could be good if they're on sale or whatever. But what's a good price point for like a, a good program? Mike? I mean, I don't, it, it of course depends on the person's budget. That's always the, yeah. the forefront of everybody's mind. Some people can only afford free, but you know, if, if I'm doing like a monthly subscription service or something like that, um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I would say no more than like 50 bucks. And if it's 50 bucks, I'm, I'm looking for something that's pretty, pretty decent. Um, and you know, on then on the, on the other side of that, if I'm, you kind of got to like manage your expectations because as the price goes down, the, the, I, I would imagine the quality. the quality goes down a little bit. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the quality of the programming goes down a little bit at a certain point, like a program's a program. And then maybe they yeah. put a little bit more into the app into the video production. Um, so User interface. Yeah. And I'm, maybe even know, feedback. You can ask the, the, you know, the, whoever's providing questions. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, I, I think there's, uh, there's levels to, to, to that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, and, and <laughs> on your point, and even that you mentioned a monthly subscription, that's another version or another option for programming itself. Right. So it kind of, you know, I've seen programs with as much as like, you know, 150, 200 or plus in that. And that's because they're very, very detailed, in-depth, you know, longer than a month. And if you say to yourself, you know what, I'm not too sure. I don't really want to invest that much. Let me just do something a little more cost efficient. You can try a a subscription base because it lets you just, you know, you can cut that whenever you want. You know, do one month, two months. Okay, now you have that information. You can kind of like do with it what you will. You can even, you know you kind of have a good gauge as to what to a good gauge as to what to do and kind of keep on going from there if you'd like. But it's, it's, you know, like you mentioned, just whatever it is that's, 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 uh, that you, that's available for you, whatever is important for you. And, you know, I, I think you can't really go wrong, but subscription based. Yeah. Oh, no, here's, here's what I was going to get to my, sorry. Um, You mentioned that if, if something is a low costing on something else, Another reason why it could be low cost would be like, let's just say if someone wants to just put out a program, but just wants to get their name out. Hey, I just want, you know, get your name out. This is an example of uh, work that I do. So who knows, maybe someone's running some kind of a special where they lower the cost in order to kind of get more people in there. Again, that shouldn't mean that it's not so good. It just means that they just want to get their name out. So who knows? So it's, it's, I mean, I feel like I'm talking out of both sides of my ass over here, but just give, <laughs> give shit a shot. Basically, so to give them the, the listener a good takeaway here for for programs, I from experience from buying some, I think that there's sometimes books that are that are written as a program. So I want to say that I've seen as as low as a good buy, like an ebook um, that has you know if you didn't buy the physical copy, you'll save money. You know that's another cost efficient way, but 
anywhere from like the I would even go as low as eight dollar ebook. Um, that that if you look at the book is like twenty dollars if you were to buy like a hard copy, but typically they'll sell like an ebook much cheaper. But let's say on the low end, you can lo and behold find something for less than ten dollars that's well written. Um, then you can go as a, a full blown program with links and videos and templates, um, everything you could want, instruction, whatever. It's you can run about fifty even a hundred dollars it just depends on who is designing it and doesn't mean always that you have to go expensive but i'm just saying that the the range is there you and i'm gonna i'll be realistic i've i've spent a lot of money on programs throughout the years um just probably just as much as what it cost me to hire my coach back in the day so it's um definitely I believe in, I like, I like this stuff and I like to have that stuff that keeps me motivated or keeps me consistent. That's the the value of it. You can keep going free, free, free. And there's nothing wrong with that. I got a lot, I got a lot out of just going free for a long time and just following people. But I think that there is something nice about having it all organized, having, you know, you can foresee what's happening in the next couple months. So I think that it's important to be realistic. Um, I think that a good range though is a solid range is about 30 bucks plus you're going to find the pretty well-written program. And then the sweet spot I think is about 70 bucks. You'll find like a really like individual program. Our good friends at mind pump, I'm just going to plug them in because I think they're one of the yeah. better ones out there. We have to, it's, yes. it's a must. Yeah. It's, they have a lot of sales going on. So they're giving away their programs for freaking ridiculously cheap like under 100 bucks you're getting dual programs with like six months worth of training like and 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 they're well put together programs videos and 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 they're designed by um three trainers that have about 60 years combined of experience so of training individual average everyday people and that's why i think they're one of the best in the business yeah one of the things that I do appreciate about them is that it covers that uh, the video tutorials, right? Yep. Um, but more so, it kind of each program c- gives you like a bit of a of um, like a template where you can fill in your progress. Mm-hmm. So sure, it would be more ideal, probably easier for you if you were to just plug it into your you know to your phone if there was an app to do so. Mm-hmm. But I can follow along. Okay, today I'm doing this for this many. Okay, I ended up doing x amount of weight for x amount of uh sets for x amount of reps so i can fill my progress in as as i'm doing so so i really like that part where they include like a template where you can um jot your progress down that's one of my uh favorite things that i didn't really expect to have but now i can't seem to not picture something without it if that makes any sense yeah there i think go ahead i was gonna say real quick they're my gold standard uh to be completely honest, uh, any program that I'm on or start or whatever, anything that I even make myself, I, in the back of my mind, I'm always comparing it to something that they've done. Not only because I've got my best results from those, but I just, I've been through them. So I've kind of experienced and I put my clients through them. So I've experienced how good and how effective they are. Um, even without all the perks of the videos and the tracking, the progress and all that kind of stuff, just the program itself. It's so all of them are so well done. So that's, I'm always comparing to, to mind pump programs. I mean, maps programs, I should say. Absolutely. Um, 
So I think that's that's a credible source. If you need that information, go check them out. They're running promos. I don't know what that is this month. I haven't caught, been keeping up too much with their promos, but they have a promo each month, and you can get programs for a steal. I mean, they have all the options there, but they usually cycle around. Go take advantage of great uh, stuff from the corrective standpoint all the way to the cosmetic, all the way to performance, all the way to high-level advanced uh training mike yeah, yeah and then even during the pandemic they went back and redid all of their programs in at Dumb home versions me. yeah so like they didn't i mean yeah maybe from a sales standpoint they're doubling down and, and producing more money that way but also i we know them kind of personally like they didn't want people to stop working out just because they were stuck at home so here here's variations that you can do at your house so that you can keep working out so like it they, they care too, is basically what I'm getting at. Um, yep. And it's, it's awesome to see that kind of stuff, you know, cause not everybody did that. Absolutely. I think that for, and also to conclude the subscription part price range for someone to reference back, I think it would be, I guess the bare minimum $10 and up to about $60 subscription monthly, I think is fair depending on who, what that entails, what are you getting? Is there progressions? Is it well-designed programming? People that come to mind with this type of stuff that are doing well. Um, Cody McBroom, for sure. Um, Our guy that we had on the show. um, Not my new best friend that I stole from Gabe. No, I'm kidding. Um, So, but he, I've done a couple of his stuff. uh, Because I'm always, I always like to learn from other coaches and and try what they're doing. So I give them about, you know, 12 week runs and see. um, And he, he puts a, together a hell of a program, a programming. He understands it. He, he, I think another person that does a very good job. I haven't done it personally, but, uh, uh, Jordan, uh, Jordan yes. side, Jordan side has oh. an inner circle group. That's under 30 bucks a month, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Paul Carter has, if you care just strictly about build, building as much muscle in the hypertrophy realm, he has also a subscription-based uh, platform. That is, I think, if you're someone that's strictly bodybuilding mode, and that's it's not that much variety. It's 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 you're following a structured thing that everyone is on. Um, but if you want different programming options, the uh, Jordan Syatt and um, Cody McBroom have options and varieties, and they they cover the videos and demonstrations, and they're reputable coaches as you mentioned as as well people can notice that we did not mention is beach body <laughs> as like one of these buying the programs or subscription stuff and people were probably thinking like I, and i want to clarify this because this is why we're doing this episode this podcast is for examples like this where beach body is okay beach body did a fantastic job at coming into the electronic world and just building programs, selling, marketing, supplements, you name it. They covered all their bases. But from a from looking at I've personally ran a couple of their programs back in the day. And I that's why I can speak on it like wholeheartedly. Yep. Like, dude, like are they hard? Some of them are hard. Absolutely they're they're gonna kick your ass. But we know from experience that kicking your ass is not a, a not a sign of a good program. And unfortunately as sexy as they market their stuff and they, and, and the and their infomercials, they're not a source that we would recommend going. I think that the money can be put elsewhere with programs that are going to offer you uh, well thought out workouts versus just 
stuff that they look like they slap together and they put like a little bit of like scientific rhyme or reason, but we understand from a coaching perspective that it's just stupid. Um, it literally, you're better off if you're going to buy a beach body, you're better off just running down the street as fast as you can. And then doing as many jumping jacks as once you get there and then sprint your ass back, you'll save a lot of money. You'll be just as exhausted. And yeah, that's kind of our take with a beach body. <laughs> Yeah, just just don't, just just don't, yeah, just just don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, from a from a uh, from other programming, what other tips that we give? I think that another thing that we can clarify. This is a separate point, Mike. Do you have something to add? I, well, I did just want to shout out. Um, you know, for the right person, uh, you could follow Brian DeCosta on Instagram. He posts a lot of daily workouts. Um, uh, yeah. and he's a He's an impressive looking man, but he also puts some useful information out there too with good cues and he'll kind of talk to the camera and say, I'm focusing on this or that. So for free information, that's a really, really good source. And, you know, I'm, I'm not gay, but he's not bad to look at, look at either. <laughs> um, this guy. Um, so <laughs> he just had to add that in. There's like, yeah. oh yeah, just I mean, way. you know, he's no Jonathan um, Alvarez, but. <laughs> Stop. Who can um, um, but no, so I think that those are the credible sources. I think that the bottom line, I think what you'll notice too, I, I want to also make a point to this super important is that a lot of these programs that you're going to look at that we suggested, I think that there's a reason why um, they're not at the top of the charts right now. They're maybe not on when you Google stuff like this, it's not going to be the first search page, possibly depends. I think it's because they're so simple the programs for the most part they're pretty straightforward they're they're not you look at them on paper it's not going to be the most revolutionary thing you've ever seen in your entire life so what i mean is that it's not flashy so it's not being marketed that way and like the marketing that these guys do is very little to nothing and it's more so a community of people that i think are ready to buy into this will buy into it that's their the way they process it but when you buy these programs, I think the only negative feedback that I get when I, when I've shown someone something like something like this, where I've referred something like this is like, that's it. This is it. They're, they're expecting to open this. And I think that we all do this, like even us till this day, we're trying to see what's still like, what's new, what's going what's something that we don't know. But when we see like, Oh, like this has squats, bench, deadlift, pull-ups, okay, curls. Okay. Dips, planking, rotation. Okay. Lunging. That's it. Like, I know all these things. Like I've done all these things. I've, I've seen all these videos and everything. And it's the beauty of a good program is the simplicity of the program is going to be a big thing. Oh, fuck. I have to mention this though. Um, other person that we recommend Mike Matthews, we can't let him leave him out of this. He has very cost efficient eBooks that, um, or just hard copy books of well put programs, very credible source. Um, so just wanted to put that in there. Very cost efficient, not a subscription base, but also reliable, uh, fitness, uh, professional, but yeah, back to just the simplicity of the programs. There's beauty in that the, from the, it, it's time proven principles. Like, I mean, this is stuff that's been around forever that just works, you know, for the average individual, it just works. 
um, the workouts are not supposed to razzle dazzle you because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of that you can accomplish in just learning how to perfect these basic movements that you're going to get so much out of it for a very long time. And you can cycle through them over and over again and continue to get new benefits. So that's my, that's my last point that I'm going to make is this follow. If you look at something, if it's simple and to the point, man, you probably in most cases have a well pro a well-designed program. Here's uh, my, my last take for this is, not only is our purchasing programs or finding programs great for clients or people who looking to get into better shape, stronger or fat loss or anything like that, but also trainers themselves. If you're a brand new trainer, you're not too sure exactly how to run someone through a program or what to, what to do. Buying a program would be a great option, right? Kind of gives you like a guide point, gives you an idea as mm -hmm. to how you should structure a program for a client specifically not only just programs itself or you know any kind of aesthetic or strength changes but correctional work themselves as well a great tool for a trainer to have in their back pocket like this morning i had someone who um we were doing uh like a back step lunge into a like a landmine press and mm. on one of their foot they were just really shaky turns out they have an issue with their toe so then we kind of turned it into a whole rehab kind of like issue with uh, with their working on their feet. And this is not something that I would have felt too comfortable with doing or have or being able to do it on the fly if I didn't have, you know, resources or been familiar with with this uh, such as again referring back to my pumps their prime pro um, a program that kind of like specifically specifies on uh, correctional work on focusing on each and every single joint. So anything from, you know, your elbows, your shoulders, your, your hips, your knees, toes, feet, hands. So that's uh, another, th another thing that I would kind of like mention is to trainers themselves, a good tool to have to add to your toolbox. And if you're not a trainer, you know, correctional kind of a correctional program is always great to have because who knows when, you know, God forbid, you know, you, you run into something that happens, then you, you have something at your disposal to fix whatever issue that you would have without having, you know, to waste time and energy and even perhaps even more money by going to uh, like someone that won't really give you, you know, won't really help you much. Yeah. I, I like that advice a lot. Um, obviously there's going to be a certain point where, uh, you know, like a physical therapist or a doctor needs to step in, but yep. that has saved me and my clients quite a lot of misery because whether you know it or not, sometimes it's a pretty simple fix. Um, sometimes it's not so simple and it just takes time and repetition and you can make a certain problem go away. But yeah, that's a, that's a great point. And that's definitely something worth investing in as well. Um, there was, uh, well, I guess my last closing thought is, you know, these programs are going to be a little bit more simple, a little bit more straight to the point, like Jonathan said, point being, you know, if, if this is something that you're, you're going through a program and you're like, this is really hard and everything's so impressive. And it's like, multi-faceted movements at every step and turn maybe maybe it is trying to go for more of the 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 flashy look um and it feels effective but feeling effective and actually being effective are, are kind of two different things uh most of the time and so you know kind of keep that in mind if it's you know like there's there's no one specific exercise or set of exercises that we can give you that is going to give you this result without any extra work just do these and you're good um there's always going to be a little bit extra um and you know it's it's a matter of 
being consistent with whatever program you pick. It's a matter of being consistent with your diet and nutrition and your sleep and all these other things that we talk about all the time on the show. And even if you do end up on a program, that's kind of not so great or not optimized or doesn't have the instructional videos. Um, as long as you stick with it and you give it good effort and you do your best to make sure that your form is good, you're probably going to see some decent results to some degree. Um, depending on how aggressive those goals are, um, you may have to step your game up a little bit, but, um, yeah, that, that, that would be my little closing thought, I guess. I agree. I think that we pretty much summed that one up pretty, pretty well. I think that, the last thing I would say is out of the simplicity thing, the programs that you do shouldn't be draining you so much where you feel dead all the time. They should be programs that you actually feel improvements in your sleep, your appetite, your uh, sex drive, your stress levels. Those are signs of a good, well-designed program as well. And I think that's why the simplicity key point for a lot of people, for the average person that's just trying to be consistent two to four times a week is more than enough. Uh, unless you are chasing something super extreme, we know that that's going to uh, kind of dance with that line of health and wellness, you know, versus just kind of going strictly through performance or aesthetics. Average person trying to get in, re in pretty great physical shape and health, the program should complement your life, not take away from your quality of life. And I think we can end it on that. Unless you guys have anything else to add, we can wrap this up. You guys have something to add, Mike? Um. Yeah, I want you to go first, though. Me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what uh, drives old people up the wall? Stair lifts. Ayo. <laughs> you know what makes me shake my head? My neck. <laughs> I can keep going. You know what I can stand? Sitting. <laughs> All right, I'll stop there. <laughs> Just you know what floats in my boat? Water. Stupid. That's enough. That's enough. You're cut all right, off. All right, all right, all right. You're cut off. <laughs> out of control. Um, yeah, I, I didn't tell you guys this very the very beginning, but um, Jen actually left me while I was uh, crying in the bathroom. Um, I'm constipated, so she left me because I'm full of shit. <laughs> it was it was one of the hardest dumps I've ever had. Terrible. And then the, kind of the, well, just to kind of play on what Gabe was saying, I, I, I just realized that dad jokes are pretty much just shitty puns. Yes. That's really thousand, all it is. Thousand percent. Yeah. But it's, it's nice. It's, it's, it's elegant in a certain way. It's art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess art is just like in the eyes of uh, just objective. Yeah. It's no subjective. Um, all right. With that being said, listeners, we appreciate you tuning in. Until next time. Hey, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to go to leave us a five-star rating and review. That simply helps us get out in front of more people, as well as follow us on Facebook at the Next Level Show private forum. Check us out on Instagram as well at the Next Level Show. My personal page is at John Alva Fitness. Gabe is at Prime and Glory. And Mike is at Mike Nellis. Tea.